Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It is good to be with you on a gorgeous Monday afternoon. Uh, we are now knee-deep in February. As soon as March gets here, gets here, oh, merciful Jesus. It's all over. Getting better every day. How was your weekend? Good. This first false spring has lasted a long time. I know. Went to Lawrence yesterday. Saw the new family member. Got a little corgi in the family. <laughs> Christopher. Christopher the corgi. My niece's new dog. He's so cute. He's so cute. He is a bowl of energy. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. You know, the queen had those dogs, like six or seven I'll of them. I'll tell you what, I, I would actually get a corgi if it was not a puppy. Yeah. It was potty trained. They're so stout. He, he's a fighter. And Christopher likes to jump at privates. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's just say I was speaking an octave higher yesterday. Um, sad news today out of England. Uh, King Charles has been yes. diagnosed with a form of cancer, according to... Buckingham Palace, they did not disclose the type of cancer. It is not prostate cancer, which is what he went in for treatment for last month. Uh, the king began regular treatments today, so they're they're like right on it. Oh, I know. And will postpone public duties during the treatment, according to the palace. Uh, the king is 75 years old, remains, quote, wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. Okay, but let me just read one headline today. Here's what Queen Camilla's title will be if she outlives King Charles. Here's another one. Prince Harry to visit King Charles in the coming days. That's the headline that's raising some eyebrows. Yeah, why? Harry is dropping everything to come be by his dad's side. You don't do that for... I don't want to say routine prostate cancer. Don't get me wrong, but like my father and my what, what, uncle both had what, that. Where they're saying this is not prostate, and this is something this is something mm-hmm. different. But you know what I'm saying? Like prostate cancer is one of those very slow growing. It, that's why I knew immediately e- it wasn't going to be that easily treatable. Something yep. else is going to kill you first. This is something different. And uh, why don't they just come out and say what it is in the speculation and say this is the stage, this is what it is, and. I'm going to fight it with everything I have. And Has he even been the king for a year? Yeah, maybe yeah. just a year. If I, I, don't, I don't even think he's been the king for a year. Okay. Uh, king Charles was coronated on do, 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 May 6th of 2023. Yep. 18 months was when his mother passed. Okay. Uh, he is 75 years old. 
and they would not disclose what type of cancer it was, but it was not prostate. Why not just say what it is? And I I think this is a missed opportunity. Anytime you are a big name and you have some sort of physical health issue, I think this is a golden opportunity to bring attention to said health issue. Amen. I mean, let's say... Let's say it's melanoma. Okay. Because... Here's what people don't understand. Prince Charles has access. Prince, oh my gosh, King King Charles has access to the best doctors and the best healthcare at the push of a button in the world. No question. How is it he has cancer that was undetected up until they go in for the prostate issue and find it? Probably because he's like every other man. I don't know. As the sovereign, I don't think you get get a choice with that. Well, one would think. But I agree with you. I, I you know, it, it would be a <clears throat> wasted opportunity to not bring some light to whatever cause it ends up being. Uh, Patrick Mahomes Sr. was driving with an open 16-ounce Coors beer in the center console shortly before 8 o'clock on Saturday night when he was stopped by police and arrested for driving while intoxicated, according to police in Smith County, Texas. Uh, Mahomes, whose son will quarterback the Chiefs, Against the 49ers in Super Bowl 2024, uh, 58 on Sunday, told police that, quote, he had a few beers while watching a game at a local bar. When asked why he was drinking while driving, uh, it was the third DUI for Mahomes, who was a former major league pitcher. Can somebody tell him that, oh, I already had a few beers at the bar is not an excuse for having an open 16-ounce can of Coors in your cup holder? Can anybody tell the father of the world's most famous athlete that Uber exists. You can just Uber home. Yeah. Or take a cab. Or I don't know, hire a driver. He was cited in 2008 and 2019 as well. You know, we were talking um, on the midday show with Jamie. Is it a distraction for him to now go down to the Super Bowl? Of course the answer is yes. Sure. Yes, you are going to be a distraction if you bail yourself out of jail and travel to go watch your son instead of taking that opportunity to say, look, I clearly need to work on myself. I don't want to be a distraction. I'm, you know, going to watch from a safe space and well, media day is already get my going head on. on right. Media day is going on right now, isn't do it? Do you know if Patrick has been asked about it, Junior? That is, uh, he has know. not commented. Okay. I mean, what do you say? I mean, I, I could probably write a statement, but I don't know. You know, he doesn't want to. He's not his father's keeper. I was that's saying right, this earlier. Exactly he's not right. his brother. He's, his he's not. He's his own yeah. man. Like, so why, right. why? Yes, you have to ask. Yes, his father also has a famous name. But what's he supposed to say? It's uh, screwed up it's and he messed up and yep. I we're looking forward but, and I'm not. He's got it. He's his own person. He's got to go get his blank figured out. We've got a job to do here. We're going to do it. Uh, we came here to win the Super Bowl. I didn't come here to answer questions, questions about, my, about dad. my dad's drinking. Hmm. Uh, Michael Render, also known as Killer Mike, he also was arrested last night after winning three Grammys. Uh, Render was detained and handcuffed by police at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, taken into custody following a physical altercation uh, on the streets just outside of the Crypto.com arena, which is where the Grammys were held. Uh, Mm-hmm. Booked on misdemeanor battery. Yeah, there was some kind of fracas. Can you describe the fracas? No, I cannot. Okay. Killer Mike won Grammys for rap album for his album Michael and rap performance and best song for scientists and engineers. 
uh, you will not be getting an example of his music. I bet we won't. Why is that, Sam? Because <laughs> anybody with the rap name Killer Mike, as I just checked, does not have radio-friendly jams. Oh, sorry. Is See. it killer or killer? It's killer. It's killer. killer. Got it. Got killer it. with an ER. ER, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killer Mike. What's your favorite Killer Mike song? Uh, there's so many. The catalog is just, mm-hmm. there's just so many to he choose from. He did just name one of them. Scientist and engineer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would that Legend be your favorite? No. I mean, I, I don't know how I would rank them. I don't know how I would. <laughs> would, would you, would you put scientists and engineers in your top five? Probably top three. I mean, yeah. you know. Definitely. His most popular song only has 93 million listens. How did he win a Grammy? I know that only 93 million. I don't know. All I know is that you're now old when you are watching the Grammys, and I just kept saying, who are these people? Who is that? That girl with the blood on her face. Who is that? Like, I didn't know who any of the people were outside of, like, I thought the blood on your face performance was awesome. I loved it. it That was Olivia Rodrigo. Edgy, I guess. Oh, Miley Cyrus was good, by the way. Wow. Did you see the dress? I saw what little there was of it. Okay, the the dress that she wore that was made out of safety pins. Yeah, that wasn't really a dress. Okay, she was smoking did, did you in that s- outfit. Did you see how many hours that dress took to make? No, the fact that you know these facts is intriguing to me. Six hundred and seventy-five hours. Wow. To make that dress. Make sure certain areas were very very covered with safety yeah, pins. She was. Barely there. I mean, it was amazing. What an incredible dress. What an incredible performance. Amen to that. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Real quick, we are awaiting a verdict some point in the trial of Jennifer Crumbly. Uh, the latest parent to get tangled up in the epidemic that is the mass shooting at schools in the U.S. And they started deliberating a couple hours ago, I believe. And Jamie was saying to me she did not think the deliberations would take very long. I think I disagree with that. Because you would have to show, and this is the case where her son had the gun in the backpack, remember? And they were all there in the principal's office and no one checked it. He had pages upon pages of yep. uh, horribly incriminating Yep. Uh, writings in his notebooks. And then she infamously Mm -hmm. texted him, you have to get better at hiding these things. And don't do it. So this is from the Washington Post. Crumbly trial tests whether parents can share blame for school shooting. When a 15-year-old brought a gun to Oxford High School on November 30th, 2021, killed four of his schoolmates, wounded seven others, the United States was in a grip of a gun violence crisis that had already stretched more than two decades and tallied more than 300 school shootings. The intractable problem of school gun violence is now pushing some prosecutors to consider a provocative, some say overdue, question. When a child picks up a gun and hurts or kills someone, should their parents be held responsible too? Yes. And I take uh, exception to calling him a child, but they get into another couple of cases where there was a six-year-old who shot his teacher, um, uh, another young man um, who took his gun, dad's gun to school. The dad in that case has been charged with reckless conduct. Um, But the parents in this case are facing the most serious charges yet. James and Jennifer Crumbly each face four counts of involuntary manslaughter, making them the first parents of a school shooter to face those serious charges. 
And if, if you have something so deadly just laying around your house, I pray to God she is convicted of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. And I say that as a gun owner. Okay, but talk me through this because you know how I feel about these cases. What do you have to prove to make them culpable as the third party? You have to prove that they knowingly gave the gun? Okay. I had always said in the, in the case of the um, Sandy Hook shooting, had that mother not been shot by her own lunatic son, I, I hope she rotted in hell in prison. I agree. Because she knowingly gave him those weapons. So is it enough just to give the weapon, or is it we didn't secure it, or is it we think our child is having severe mental health issues and we're going to be lackadaisical about storing this thing? I, I think the bar on this has to be pretty high. I agree. Okay. They knew that their son was mentally unstable. Prove it. Uh, I think that's already been proven. Having said that, all right, let me rephrase Fair point, Sam. They allegedly knew that their son was mentally unstable. Okay. He claimed during his trial, he's been convicted and is serving life in prison, claimed that he went to his mother multiple times begging for psychiatric help, and she refused. Dad goes out four days before this shooting and buys his son a gun. I've got a funny feeling that you guys already know that your kid may not be all there. Listen to this line. She takes him to a shooting range two days before the shooting. On the continuum of problematic parenting, there is no clear agreement on when it crosses the line into criminal negligence. <clears throat> Extending liability to parents for the criminal acts of their children will, in the future, fall hardest on the parents who are poor, people of color, or from marginalized groups. We, that's a fact. I'm not saying they are in that category. But if we're going to go down this road, I do believe it's probably going to harm the poor more than oh, so. the affluent. The likelihood of guns being kept in a less than responsible manner inside a home. Oh, so but you have to so you have to be rich to know how to keep your gun secured? Uh, gun safes aren't cheap. No, they're not. And so therefore maybe don't have a gun. If listen, I, and I'm being serious. There there are times on this show where we joke and we grab ass and we laugh. I'm not uh, when it comes to a topic like this, I don't play around. If you cannot afford to secure your gun, you don't need a gun or you shouldn't have one. Number two, anybody who considers themselves a responsible, there's the key word, responsible gun owner, of which I do, should have absolutely no problem with this woman being charged and this woman being convicted and sent to prison. Prosecutors must convince jurors that the crumbly parents knew there was a dangerous situation brewing. I think you can make that argument. Gave him a gun anyway and failed to demonstrate, quote, ordinary care that could have avoided harm. Prosecutors are not suggesting parents are responsible for everything their children do, but are arguing the crumblies are outliers and that their actions in this case make for uniquely criminal circumstances. But, but they're not. We, but, but they're we, not outliers. We make parents responsible for bad behavior of their children in civil court with insurance claims. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this different because it's criminal? Try, try being in the military. I know. 
your actions as a teenager reflect upon your father. Absolutely. But I would also argue, Scott, your actions as a teenager, if you go wrapping your car around a tree and killing someone, directly come back on mom and dad, at least financially. If, if let's say, for example, here's a, an analogy. Tell me if you think this works. Your parents allow for there to be a party at your home. There's another one. Party parents. You leave the house. Mom sat there, literally tapped the keg. Maybe poured a beer for you. That's a little different because they didn't hand him the gun. I they think it, that's well a little have. different. They've, if you no, wait, wait, read, redo your analogy. You leave the entire liquor cabinet open and you put red solo cups out and then you walk out the door and you know that there's 10 teenagers playing bumping music. And you know that your kid has a drinking problem. Yep. That's a better analogy. Now, I would poke a hole in that analogy because then that they would have to prove that he was planning some sort of school shooting. Because they had proof in the liquor cabinet analogy that there was a party about to happen. Well, And again, I, I think I, I, that I she think should go to jail I, and be criminally held liable for this because it's obvious that he had issues. I'm not trying. I'm just playing yeah. devil's advocate. I, I think there's a, there's a presumption, though, Sam. I mean, where you know your kid is having some issues. And you don't look through his notebook. I mean, if I if I thought my child was having problems, maybe some mental issues at school, for whatever reason, wasn't getting along. Um, when she wasn't looking, I'm going through her notebook. I'm going to take a look. Or, God forbid, I'm going to go into her room at night and say, babe, is everything all right? What can I do for you? Eight months before the shooting, Crumbly's son texted that he could see demons. Or clothing flying from shelves and asked her to respond to him. Did she? No. Okay. So she was aware. She was, uh, what, what's the word for it? Um, something blindness. Um, motivational. Motivational blindness. We see it again and again and again, do mm -hmm. we not? Yeah, we do. He'll get better. It'll be fine. Yeah, He'll he, get better. It's, it's my son. He can't have this problem. Yeah. My son's not a school shooter. Here's the last thing I'll say, because I, I want to get it correct, like right down to every word she uses. She received a voicemail from school the day before the shooting, alerting her that her son had been perusing ammunition in class. <laughs> Crumbly yes. didn't call the school back, but texted her son that, quote, you have to learn how to not get caught. Okay, send her up the river. You have to learn how to not get caught. But if I'm her defense attorney, I would argue, how do they know that that ammunition wasn't looking for 223 for hunting? Okay. Sam, hunting the, morning, what, kids? the morning of the shooting. Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. After so they were I. summoned to the school to discuss images their son drew on a math quiz, a black gun that looked like the one they had just bought him, a bullet, a bleeding gunshot riddled figure, and phrases like the thoughts won't stop, help me, the world is dead. And the takeaway they had, by the way, was that he was depressed. Okay. Yeah, guilty. I mean, the, the writing is on the wall. Certainly was in what his What more do you need, lady? 913-586-7798. We stand by for that verdict. It could come this afternoon. 913-586-7798.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. By the way, and I know some of you are probably sick of hearing about her. I don't care. Uh, If you watched the Grammys last night, Taylor Swift did something last night that no artist has ever done before. She won Album of the Year for the fourth time with her album Midnight's. Breaking the record. That title was held at three Mm -hmm. by Stevie Wonder. He's sort of a superstar. Frank Sinatra and Paul Simon. She is in incredible company. Uh, she is alone. And I am glad you are now finally coming around to it. She is the incredible company. She is, dare I say, the greatest pop star of our lifetime. And I'm going to be and, honest. And I include I, Prince and Michael Jackson. I know that you say her music is not for you, Scott. It's not. I'm telling you, it's because you've only heard the more pop bubblegum stuff on the radio you have not heard the deep, meaningful, incredibly written tracks of which she writes every single one. Um, on to which she gets credit. She, her yes. stock goes up in my market for that. I, I, I adore her. Oh my gosh! I Cardigan. think I think Cardigan she kills me. Play some Cardigan. I think she is a, is an incredible human being. I'm not a fan of her music. Who cares? Who cares if I like it or not? She doesn't. Um, but I think she is just a genuinely good human being. And to watch her win last night, I was thrilled. I thought, when we were watching the Grammys last night, I thought, you know what? They're going to snub her. They're going to snub her. No, they're not. They, they understand what it takes to attain what she has attained. I thought, you know what? The Academy is sick of all the attention she's getting. Nope. They're going to snub her. They're the not going to give her. The Academy also understands the economics of what's happening. Mm. Because Lionel Richie became Lionel Mega Rich, right? When he when she walked by, <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, by the way, at the beginning of the show, if you missed it, um, I'm a huge fan 
Uh, can, do, would you mind if I just play it one more time? Very Please, quickly? I love it. I thought it was um, outstanding. Joni Mitchell, knock on. No, it was going to be the Wait, who's chat. That? Who's Joni Mitchell? Nobody knows who Joni Mitchell is. Nobody's ever heard of Joni Mitchell. Uh, last night, they had a surprise performance. Uh, they were talking about Luke Combs coming out on stage, and we talked about this at the beginning of the show. But I was just so impressed. And they said Luke Combs, you know, kind of reignited the fast car by Tracy Chapman's song and brought it back after 30-something years, blah, blah, blah. And then all you see is the neck of a guitar. And they go, ladies and gentlemen, Fast Car by Luke Combs. And you see the neck of a guitar and some hand playing on it. And they pan back, and you realize it's not Luke Combs, it's Tracy Chapman. The job that pays all our bills, stay out drinking behind the bar. For your friends and you do your kids, I'd always hope for better. Maybe together you and me find it. I got no plans, I ain't going nowhere. Take your best car and keep on driving. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Streets so fast, it felt like I was gone. And to look over at so Luke good. Combs, he was in awe of what he was doing up on stage. Sam, you I saw it. I hope they, they um, record that together and release it. He was in awe. And and they had this big buildup to the song. And he was, he was talking about driving around in the car with his dad back in the late 80s. Yeah. And his dad would play fast car. You know, and Luke Combs just a little kid at this yeah, time, right? Yeah. And he said, my dad would play fast car. And we're in the car just singing it at the top of our lungs. And here I am, 30 years later, on stage, and I look to my right. Wow. And there's Tracy Chapman singing with me. That is a defining moment. That's a God wink. That's what you call a God wink. Uh, McDonald's CEO admitted that the Burger Giant sales have taken a hit. Oh. As jacked-up menu prices have turned off core customers and signaled the chain plans to focus on affordability. Oh, it's gotten out of hand. Oh, it, it really has. I do not eat at McDonald's other than breakfast and maybe some French fries. If you're stopping and say, hey, do you want something? I'm stopping by McDonald's. Dude, did I tell you? I, I swung by for a breakfast meal the other day. It was eight bucks. Uh, so I forever have gotten the same exact eight meal. Bucks. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Dana. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, uh, you want another thing? With a small dog coke? That's $8. Continue. I have ordered the same meal, and granted, it's been a long time since I've gone for breakfast, but uh, Sunday morning, I stop by, and I always get the sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin, Ooh. and then I get an extra hash brown, because I like good. two hash browns. Mm -hmm. It used to cost, I don't know, $8, $9, $13, $13. Whoa. Yeah. Inflation. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, um, they don't like it when you say what when they redo the total. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. What do you mean? Twelve seventy one, huh? And it's saying here that there, there's uh, at at some McDonald's if you get a Big Mac meal, it's eighteen bucks. Well, they were talking about one out in Connecticut where like the Big Mac a la carte is fifteen, and you can imagine the meals probably in the twenties. Says here last week a McDonald's outpost, <laughs> a McDonald's outpost, <laughs> like they're out in the middle of nowhere in <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> 
got slammed over its outrageous pricing after a customer was charged more than $7 for an Egg McMuffin and nearly $6 for a side of hash browns. That's Say silly. What? Did I get six hash browns for $6? No, you did not. Is it going to cure my diseases? Wow. Uh, over the summer of franchisees, and what, what is it about Connecticut? In Darien, Connecticut, was called out for charging $18 for a Big Mac combo meal. The there location also sold a quarter pounder with cheese and bacon meal uh, with fries and a soda for $19. I mean, that's Applebee's kind of pricing. Let's say McDonald's. Hmm. But the, uh, oh, what's it called? Shamrock Shake is back. Oh, please. Is it really? It is. I've never it's back had early this year. a Shamrock Shake. What? What, what does it, I, I haven't either. It's well, green. it's like, it's the double mint. It's for, uh, does it taste like mint chocolate Saint chip Patrick's ice cream Day. or something? Yeah. Well, I, I know what it's for, but it's good. It tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I have mm-hmm. never, ever had one. It's uh, a heart attack in a cup. As but. the only member, by the way, of oh. the band, that has earthquake insurance. I would just like to remind you there was a 5.1 rattler today in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And no way. I, yes, there was. It wait, the epicenter was in Oklahoma. So, like right near the border was the epicenter. But in Pittsburgh, Kansas, it was a 5.1 on the Richter scale. Yesterday, right? And yes, and you all make fun of me it was a for having earthquake insurance. Are you in Pittsburgh, Kansas? Going to be some foundation repair issues down there. Not up here. Not up in here. I'm just saying, you never know when it's going to happen. Well, Dana, I don't know. I'd insure for a tidal wave if I thought it could happen. I don't know when Jesus is coming back, and I'm not insured for that either. Well, but I'm just saying, because of fracking and the New Madrid fault, you don't think it's a little bit more possible that there's an earthquake? You're nuts. Dana. It's all the fracking. <laughs> Simmer down. This, this was in Oklahoma City. And that, reached all the way to Pittsburgh, Kansas. I'm just saying. No which one is ever nowhere to near me. your house. Well, this time. Okay. Dana, did you feel the earthquake? No, not this time. Have you ever? No, the last time we had one here, I slept through it. And you guys were all like, oh, my God. Do you remember you woke up and Stella was like barking? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. You slept right through it. Slept right through it. She's well insured. That's right. I'm just saying. What what are you saying? You're going to kiss your house goodbye, and I'm going to be going, nope, I've got insurance. A Western Shawnee. It's like 35 cents, by the way, a year. It is like costs nothing to that writer. (laughs) You know why? Why? Because they never feel like they're going to pay it out. That's what my son always tells me about the some of the bets that I've placed for sports. I'll be like, oh my so God, good. this one pays out $55,000, and I always bet on that. And he's you know like, why? Mama, that pays out because that score has never hit in the history of it's the called, NFL. It's called a sucker right? bet. <laughs> and I'm a sucker, man. I'm like, 55 grand, sign me up for a dollar? I put all kinds of money down on stuff like that. 34 cents a day? Yeah. <laughs> for earthquake insurance? I'm in. In Kansas City? <laughs> the insurance company saying, thank you. Put that in the pocket. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll go ahead and there send that off to California. Time, you guys, you make fun of me. There was one time a few weeks ago where there was something weird that happened in a football game. It was like a touchback, and then there was a missed point, and what? then there was – it was just weird. So the score ended up being wonky with like a touchback and something else oh, and something else, there, right? There was, a, there was a game a couple – Four it was or five like weeks nineteen ago. to thirteen. It was just a score that never yeah, I happened. Think it was five to two. Right, and if you bet on that score for that game, you would be a billionaire. Well, yeah. 
Wait, a football game that was five? Yeah, I, I yes. believe it was. They got two safeties and a field goal. It was a terrible it's a game. one wow. in a billion shot, Sam. And if you would put like $5 down on that, you would never have to work again a day yeah, in your life. You'd also be fit for a straight jacket. Right? <laughs> That's why when you guys make fun of me, I'm like, look, you can't win if you don't play. Well, we're not making fun of you. We, I, I just think you might be a little overinsured. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't have um, tsunami insurance. Why not? Well, that would be a little silly. <laughs> You never know. You There's don't know how high that water wall's going. Away. I've seen the impossible. You've ne- you never know. You ever see the day after tomorrow with John Cusack? <laughs> Texas would have to be completely underwater. <laughs> Just saying. I bet that's really cheap. Dana, that earthquake was so far south. Okay. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Speaking of shaking, shake, 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 shake. She was awesome last night. Uh, Boeing finds more problems with 737 MAX risking oh, delivery word. delays. Plane manufacturer said today, incorrectly drilled holes were found in the fuselage of 50 undelivered planes. How do you not drill something of that significance correctly? My, my mom called me over the weekend. She's, she's planning a trip down to Phoenix. Uh, I believe... In April, if I'm not mistaken, maybe March. I can't can't recall. And she said, she goes, you know what I did, Scott? And I said, what'd you do, Mom? She goes, I made sure that every plane that I was on going to and back was not a 737 MAX 9. She goes, I won't fly on those things. I said, Mom, I don't don't blame you. Boeing said in the memo, this is, quote, not an immediate flight safety issue. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't know that there's a PR firm in the world that can undo the damage that has been done since that door flew off. Well, it's one thing to hear that a screw's loose, literally and figuratively, yeah. with a company. Yeah. It's another thing to see the visual of a missing door. Well, let well, me ask you, were non-existent. Let, let me ask you, you both a question because I thought about this this morning. Um, at some point in the spring, I'm I'm going to do my annual pilgrimage down to Cancun. Yeah. Okay. Head down to Cancun five six days, whatever. Just get in the sand. Um, and I thought about this this morning. I'm laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, and I'm thinking, you know, when I book this trip, it's not uncommon for me to get on these planes because I'm a grown man. I'm, I think I'm fit, and they'll say, on occasion, I've been moved up to those seats. Yeah, you know, the emergency the row. Yeah, you know the seats I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm thinking in the future, if anybody ever asks me to move up to those seats. My answer is no. No, I would rather have you in an emergency row. I, Why? Then, so I fly out? No. <laughs> you got to keep your seatbelt on at all times, sir. Well, this uh, the seatbelt can stay on when your seat's flying out the window. Bloop, lost another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I sat in those seats on the way back from Biloxi last time, and it didn't bother me at all. I need a verbal. Are you willing? And I'm like, yes. No. I want to be moved back <laughs> because those doors open. Yeah. Mid-flight. I don't know. I like that leg room. I'm willing to risk it. Really? It's not I'll, like I'm going to know honest. if I get sucked I out of the plane. I did go. You, are you would to, know. You will know. It takes know. you like three minutes to land on the ground. I guess Is that's that fair. Is the most that, like out of an the, airplane three? I mean. That would be the, I'd rather set myself on fire. Yeah. You die quicker. I will tell you there was one moment I had to use the restroom and the forward lavatory bathrooms were not working. The, the captain made the announcement. 
So I had to go to the back. And when I took that seatbelt off, you, you, I really, for a second thought, I better run, <laughs> run to get to that lavatory, run like it looks like you're about to pee in your pants. Cause I ain't getting sucked out that window. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You better haul some ass. <laughs> Just stay in there. No, I'm serious. I mean, when when we go down to Cancun, I, I think if, if they try to move me up to those seats, I'm like, I think I'm a hard no. I'm good. I think I'm going to sit right back here in row 37, sit on the plane for 45 minutes after we land. I'd rather do that than get sucked out of a window. A uh, story here from the New York Post, a million dollars worth of Jimmy Choo shoes. Are you familiar with Jimmy Choo? I don't wear fancy shoes, but I know what they are. Were stolen from fashion mogul uh, Tamara Mellon. When Wait a minute. One person had, had a million, million dollars, dollars in shoes. Of just Jimmy Choo shoes. Why can I not feel bad about this? The, go ahead, Sam. Tell the fine people where those shoes were. Uh, the collection included pairs of prized Jimmy Choo shoes that had been featured on Sex and the City. Yep. And that Grace Star's perfectly manicured feet at the Oscars. The Los Angeles Police Department announcing that they'd busted some alleged crooks behind a $1 million shoe caper, but until now it was not known that the shoes belonged to uh, Ms. Mellon. What, what, that, are they gonna, what are you going to do with a million dollars in stolen shoes? Put them well, on Facebook Marketplace? She put them in a storage unit. Mm-hmm. Well, Problem number one, dummy. Yep. yep. Storage thieves happened upon her shoe trove. Uh, quoting here from Ms. Mellon, it was their lucky day. Why would you have a million dollars worth of shoes in a storage locker? Because you're really rich and really dumb. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want to see anyone get wiped out, but that seems like a silly thing of value to put in a storage locker. Quick break. Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up in two minutes. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Here on KMBZ, don't forget to check out our podcast. Available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to KMBZ.com. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.